Hi, my name is Aaron Linsdow. I'm a polar explorer and professional traveler. Today we're going to talk about how to choose the right sleeping bag. How do you choose a sleeping bag? I'm going to go into 12 different points to help you make that decision. How do you choose a sleeping bag? There are a bewildering array of options on the market and I'm going to help give you 12 different points to look at when you're looking at sleeping bags and trying to make the decision. And there's so many points I need to refer to my notes here. But before we do that, if you wouldn't mind, please subscribe to the channel and also leave me a comment below to let me know how I'm doing and give me some ideas of other videos I can bring to you to help you out. Thank you very much. So immediately sleeping bags. You think of camping, hiking, climbing, road biking, mountaineering, all sorts of things. And it comes down to, ooh, I want to get into that. What do I choose? Well, <laughs> as you can see, I'm surrounded by sleeping bags here. I've got a huge array and I've got some experience of working with sleeping bags in some of the worst environments on Earth. Yellowstone in the winter, Denali, Antarctica, Greenland in the Arctic. Elbrus in Russia, I, I've been around a few places, so let's just get right to it. The number one consideration I believe that you need to consider is what temperature your bag needs to be rated to. See, when you buy sleeping bags, you, you might just go over to the big box store and hey, it's a sleeping bag and you'll notice, oh, this goes down to 30 degrees or 20 degrees or zero degrees. Which one do you choose? So that's a first tough call because you have to think, oh, what am I going to do in the future? Now, of course, if you really knew that, you would, you know, you'd probably win the lottery, but that's impossible. So when you choose a sleeping bag, think, do I want a summer bag, a three season bag, or a, hey, it's gonna get really freaking cold and I need to do something seriously. So if you're just looking for camping in the summer from late spring to early fall, a bag in the 30 degree plus or minus range, 20 to 40 degrees, will do you very well. I have the Western Mountaineering Megalite, and that has served me very well from temperatures from really, really hot, and I can't even stand this thing, all the way down to five degrees in the Sierras when it got unexpectedly cold. So was this the best choice in that time? No, but I didn't expect it to get that cold and the weather forecast was wrong. Imagine that. So that's something to watch out for too. Are you a cold sleeper? Because men and women definitely sleep cold. I sleep broiling hot, so for me, I can get away with a lot of things. But figuring out the right temperature for your activity is everything. And you might think, oh, I need to buy a colder sleeping bag or a colder sleeping sleeping bag. And just remember, the colder rated the sleeping bag is, the more expensive it is, the heavier it is. So that's something you have to look at. The number two thing that you have to consider when buying sleeping bags is the insulation type. There are, the number two thing you need to consider is the insulation type. There are two fundamental types of insulation. The first is down. Oh, hey, I got a feather coming out of here right now, in fact. Let me show you that. There you go, that's one of my precious, expensive little down feathers. And I'm gonna suck that back into the bag so it doesn't go away. So down is the arguably best and most insulative type of material still on the planet. For all the tech that's in the world, down still beats synthetic. And of course, the number two type of uh, insulation is synthetic. 
There are all sorts of variations. Uh, High-end bags actually tell you what they are. Holofill, Qualifill, uh, there's, there's something for extreme series of expeditioning, but you have to consider, will your bag likely get wet? If your bag gets wet and you know, oh man, my sleeping bag always gets soaked, you probably can't go with down. You just don't want to do it because once your down gets completely soaked, it will not keep you warm. So that's the Achilles heel, if you will, about down is that it doesn't. Versus synthetic fabric, even if it's wet and you're miserable, you'll actually stay warm because synthetic fibers don't clump together down from geese does. So that is a major consideration. I only own down bags, so unless I'm going to go to uh, the North Pole where I need a synthetic bag, I'm just gonna roll with down, and that's what I've chosen. I've done this for 20 years, and so far so good. I've gotten a little moisture on them, but no big deal. Uh, let's see, point number three, or four. The next consideration is how long a sleeping bag do you need? If you're six feet, I do not recommend getting a six foot bag because you'll be jammed right up against the head and the foot in the bag. If you're six feet, I highly recommend getting a six foot six bag. That way you've got room for socks and water bottles and extra insulation around your head simply because it'll be crammed up. If you're five foot six, get that six foot sleeping bag. Don't get the six foot six sleeping bag if you're five foot six, because then that's just overkill and you're carrying extra weight that you don't need to. The next consideration is the shape of the bag. I only use mummy bags because it's the most, uh, mummy bags are the most efficient design there is available because the mummy bag matches my body shape where I'm wide up here and then narrow down to my hips and then even narrow down to my feet. So the mummy bag matches my body just fine. However, a mummy bag can be somewhat claustrophobic. So if that really bothers you, uh, you might have to go with a semi-rectangular or a rectangular bag. Just note the semi-rectangular and the rectangular bags are nowhere near as weight efficient, warmth efficient, or anything. So. If you have to use a rectangular bag, you're probably just car camping, you go to a big box store, you spend 40 bucks and you're perfectly happy. And that's awesome, definitely go do that. But once you get in more serious camping and hiking, you're definitely going to end up in a mummy bag. It's just almost unavoidable. Now, another consideration, are you a man or are you a woman? Look down and check, just verify that today. But women sleep, traditionally colder than men. The, the bag rating for a woman will typically be 10 degrees colder than for a man. I sleep really hot, so I can use a bag way down to its lower limit versus <laughs> other people I know who get in a bag, it's rated for five degrees like this one, the antelope, and they're still, ooh, this takes a little while to get warmed up. And that's just a basic physiology between men and women. So that's something to look at too. If you tend to sleep really warm, you can buy a slightly higher rated bag. I don't recommend buying a bag that, oh, if I'm constantly camping at 20 degrees, but I'll get a 30 degree bag. Whether you're a man or woman, I don't recommend it simply because sometimes the temperature drops and you don't wanna have a night where you're freezing your keister off. Uh, the next question is, if you buy a bag and you can get it customized, 
do you add what's called overfill. You can actually order bags. Uh, Western Mountaineering does that. Other manufacturers offer that as well. We can either get a little bit of overfill on the down in the body area or overfill the foot area to add a little bit of insulation because the coldest thing when you're camping I promise you will be your feet it's just the kind of the way it is uh, I don't know how many times I've had an hour and a half of all oh, come on warm up it's just the way it is so really if I would have been smart I would have custom ordered my bag with overfill in the foot box and the foot box is this area right here where ha, your feet go so and that's a consideration. Uh, the next thing are zipper baffles. Now, you might often experience, if you've used inexpensive sleeping bags, that the area next to the zipper is extra cold. If you buy a higher quality sleeping bag, I'll, I'll show you on this one, the baffles aren't too dramatic on there, but on this sleeping bag, when you unzip it, you'll see these extra tubes of insulation, in my case, down, and zipper baffles are a huge difference in the bag. Do they add a lot to the price? You better believe it. But the zipper baffles virtually completely prevent the cold from leaching in through the zipper area into you. I, I, I can't ever remember ever having a zipper cold problem sleeping in any of my western mountaineering even the mega light bag which is an extreme light series and i unzip it it actually has a little bit of zipper baffle and that makes a big difference in my comfort so does that add to the cost sure but consider this i bought this expensive mega light bag 20 years ago i, I hit up a, a16 or rei i can't remember which or probably a16 and I bought this bag at 20% off. It was a huge savings. I have never looked back. This thing has been all around the world with me. So that's a consideration to our zipper baffles. Uh, the next consideration is do you need a sleeping bag with a neck baffle? Now, on this sleeping bag, the Megalite, you'll see that it has a hood. And that's another thing is hood shape. Do you want a box or a hood? Trust me, always want a hood because you want to stay warm. This bag has no neck baffles in it. Compare it to the Antelope and you'll see, see the difference here. This actually has a whole other system where you can bungee another loop of down around your neck. I know it's a bit claustrophobic, but if you're, <laughs> if you're going camping in colder places, that's just kind of the deal. But a neck baffle can substantially improve your sleeping experience simply because as you wriggle around you have cold air coming in and out that happens on this bag and I really have to cinch it down when it's unexpectedly cold but in the antelope the bison the puma there's no problem because I just draw this neck string tighter and I stay warm the whole time so if you have a real problem with cold air coming down look to make sure you get a, a sleeping bag with a neck baffle all right uh, zipper baffles and length. All right. The next consideration is, do you want a sleeping bag with an adjustable temperature rating? Did you know that's actually possible? So the Extreme Light series and the Adventure, I, I can't remember what the, the Antelope series are, but if your sleeping bag has the continuous baffle system, and what I mean by baffles are these little tubes that are sewn all the way where the down stays to prevent 
down from clumping from one end to the other. If I need to warm up my bag, all I do is flap the down from the back and it will actually drive the down into the chest area of this bag and make the bag, uh, my experience is up to 10 degrees warmer. It's substantially better. Or the complete opposite. If I'm broiling, I was uh, camping in Nebraska this summer, sweat fest and humid. So I took my bag, <laughs> I sat there and fluffed it till there was practically no down left in the chest area. And then it was a relatively comfortable night. So if you uh, have a continuous baffle system, versus my Expedition Series bags, which do not. That baffle system allows you to fluff the sleeping bag and warm it up or cool it down. So flexibility is huge there. Okay. Another consideration is, does your sleeping bag have stiffener tape in it? So what I'm going to show you here is in this antelope bag and all my Western Mountaineering bags, let me turn the light you'll see that there's a bit of stiff fabric right here and that helps prevent snagging on the inside fabric of the zipper. So why would you want that? Well, if you've ever snagged the inside of your sleeping bag while you're in the sleeping bag, it's so frustrating because you can damage the bag, the zipper gets caught, you're fighting with it, you're mad, and then you either tear your bag or you would never want to do this activity again. Now, one thing I wish Western Mountaineering did is put uh, stiffener tape on the outside edge of the bag, but they don't. Uh, their inside tape prevents snags on the inside. I can only remember one or, once or twice over 20 years where I have ever snagged the inside fabric. I snagged the outside fabric, but eh, you know. So when you're looking for a sleeping bag, check to see if it has this stiffener tape in that. That will substantially improve your experience in the outdoors. And the last thing that's a little bit esoteric, but a couple years ago, maybe quite a few years ago, Big Agnes actually came out with a sleeping bag system where the back has a sleeve where you can slide in their specific custom design pad, sleeping pad, so when you roll around, you don't roll off your sleeping pad. It actually stays with your bag. Now that's an interesting consideration if you like that design. I don't like it because I tend to flop from left to right and on my back. And in a mummy bag, when you're flipping left to right, I tend to keep the bag shape with me one way or another. So if the sleeping pad is integrated in the back, there's no way I can do that. Other people swear by it. It's like the ultimate uh, yummy cookie for them. So Big Agnes uh, definitely has an option there. For me, I don't like it because I need to adjust around a lot, but that's something for you to consider as well. I've never needed it or wanted it, but other people, as I said, man, they just cannot live without that. So I hope these 12 points have helped you understand better the different types of sleeping bags, insulation products and consider or down uh, that you need to consider when you're purchasing a sleeping bag. They are a substantial investment. I mean, this here represents thousands of dollars in sleeping bags. It, it's really pretty nuts. But this one's lasted 20 years. I've used this, I think 15. This has been rolling about uh, 12 years and this has been rolling eight years and cruising along just fine. So uh, just consider if you go cheap, 
you buy a bargain, you get a bargain. You, you buy a substantially better bag, Feathered Friends, uh, North Face, maybe uh, Western Mountaineering, those types of bags, you'll be much better off. By the way, I'm not sponsored by Western Mountaineering. I don't get free bags, kickbacks, or anything. This is just a review to help you out. My name is Aaron Linsdow. I'm a polar explorer and professional traveler. Please like, comment, and subscribe on the video. And also please support me on Venmo, PayPal, and Patreon. Thank you very much for watching.